There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Details. In a little bit, okay? Blog Talk Radio. Today, everyone, welcome to the Liberating Inner Beauty Revolution Show, a platform where we get together and share valuable information, wisdom, and great tips so we can break free from vicious cycles and rediscover and welcome our true majesty, Ohio being. I am Lucia Gabriela, your empowering and transformational health and life coach. And today, I welcome you to experience the seeds to your liberation. I am honored to share this sacred space and time with a beautiful goddess and mentor, Laura Hussein. And before we hear her word of wisdom, I have a couple of announcements. Uh, Laura has put together an amazing gift for you to claim it. So uh, to be able to receive this gift, you're going to have to register at www.liberatinginnerbeauty.com where you will find a blue opt-in box. There you're going to write your name and your email and click subscribe to claim your gift. Also, I want to invite you to join the 28 Days Liberating Inner Beauty email revolution that we started back in May with amazing 18 uh, mentors and goddesses and collaborators. We put together this uh, revolutionary program so you can break free from a uh, these vicious cycles of abuse, fears, guilt, and self-imprisonment. And so you can rediscover your true being and reach your goals and dreams. Sometimes we feel very stuck in our life, and we need something powerful like this to break free from it. So this event, you're going to have to log in to www.liberatinginnerbeauty.com. You will see the purple box, and then you're going to do again, put your name and your email, and click subscribe. And then for the next 28 days, you will receive juicy recipes, superfood to detox your body, meditation, visualization, and so much more. So now let's welcome Laura to our space, and let's learn from her experience, passion, wisdom, and gift. And today's topic is the topic that everyone wants to know, and we're going to try to dig all those little secrets that Laura knows about how to break free from emotional eating and stay nice and thin without even thinking about it, without suffering, without being so um, crazy about it. So welcome, Laura, to the show. Thank you so much for coming. Please. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, no secret. How are you doing today, Laura? I'm doing fantastic. I'm uh, enjoying this day. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing awesome. Thank you for calling. I, Laura's calling from all the way French, I believe so. So it's afternoon over I'm there. I'm in Paris. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the Eiffel Tower right now. So. 
Oh, my God, I'm jealous. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to... um, I want you to share with us was that a specific time in your life where you were able to break free from all this uh, emotional eating and this stuff that was keeping you stuck and and reading your story about how you went through all your struggles and uh, now you are like living a life where you don't even have to think about what to eat, what not to eat, what to wait. Like you don't have to do that much of the hassle and suffer and become miserable about just trying to keep your body thin and not just thin in your in your body, but also in in your whole entire life. So please share with us uh, what was that point in your life. Well, um, it was not just emotion leading. I was an addict in so many different ways. I was a love addict. I was a uh, you know heavy smoker at some point. So I've used addiction, different types of addiction, throughout my life to try and suppress my emotions. And I think um, I've had several points where I really tried to escape, and I just couldn't find a way out. The biggest one was the end of my um, long-term relationship. Um, I was in a toxic relationship, and as a love addict, I had lost a lot of my self-esteem in the process. And then when I did, I really hit a bottom that I, I felt, you know, I can't go further like this anymore. I'm, I really tried and struggled, and I, I don't know if, if you can relate with, to that. I was in this never-ending struggle with myself, feeling completely trapped by a set of beliefs I couldn't escape. And basically, I was not happy, and I was gaining weight. Uh, I was addicted to sugar. I was trying my best to feel good, but I couldn't. So I was using movies and everything that I could find outside of me to stimulate good feelings, but it didn't really didn't really work. And that breakup just happened just at the right moment. You know, we were thinking of getting married. We'd been together for eight years. And um, I just realized he wasn't the right guy for me. And there was a big, big moment in my life. I was like, I deserve better. There was a part of me that knew that if I would, you know, if I would, keep on going with this man, I would create a toxic relation, uh, toxic family. Basically, I would have a baby, and the baby would be unhappy, just like I had been. And I was like, I can't help, you know, I can't, I can't do that. And that was the big, big moment where I really decided to, to find a way to change. And fortunately for me, I had already, and, and I think that's a very important thing, is I had found a technique that had given me hope, hope that I could change, hope that I could find a way out. Because I had tried all my life, I don't know how many techniques, and I never succeeded. And EFT, which, is, which means emotional freedom technique, was the first thing that happened in my life that just gave me hope, hope that maybe I could change. Maybe I could find a way out of just relying on anything outside of myself um, to try and just get by. Uh, I had such low self-esteem. I would allow myself to have so little success. It was it was horrible. It was not just food. It was just a whole set of different different things. And with the people I help, I often find out that there are other areas of their lives also. 
and a lot of our can relate to love addiction or not able to say not being able to say no or you know not being able to set healthy boundaries and and things like that so it's it's not just one thing it's just an addictive personality that's how i call it and that was that was that breakup was that that, that big moment because i had completely lost myself for so many years and i just realized and i saw I felt that I was nothing without this man, and it was so untrue. And I really had this strong resolution that I would change. And I did. Wow. That's that's amazing. Oh, it's just amazing to see that, yes, people do not, uh, they don't realize that um, a lot of the stuff when we feel trapped in a relationship, like a toxic relationship, it doesn't matter with a man or uh, with family member itself. It can really affect uh, the overall health of the person and and um, just becoming, um, you know, overweight or having an addiction just to suppress emotions, like you said. It's like one of the big things that everybody lives every day in their life, like, if I feel like upset, I, I turn into chocolate. If I feel like angry, I turn into doing something like you would think that is normal to see and to experience, but it's, it's like actually toxic to us. And instead of looking for a different technique, so what do you? How do you apply these uh, emotional um, EFT, emotional feeling technique? If I'm uh, right. Emotional freedom technique uh, is, uh, freedom. is based on on um, the idea that if you tap on certain points that are acupressure points, you are going to balance the, uh, your body system, your energetic body system. And so basically it's tapping on acupressure points. Well, well they've ever created a EFT basic recipe and this recipe is very easy to learn you can find it um, very easily I have created my own channel but you can find it very easily on YouTube and you just follow and that's what I did the first time you know I just was on YouTube uh, desperate to find a way to control my fear and my anxiety that was the first reason because I had created a business and I was like oh my god I, I, I don't know if I can do this I was doubting myself all the time and so um, I saw this video and I said okay well why don't I try and that was the first time in my life that after five minutes I felt some relief like five minutes so basically uh, you're gonna you're, you have to really look this is difficult for me to explain without showing you. So, but mm-hmm. if you if you Google it, it's very easy to find. You just look for EFT basic recipe, and um, in ten minutes you can learn it, and in ten minutes you can find you can have some relief. And that's really what happened for me. Of course, I don't do just that now, but that was the the starting point. The the one thing that that gave me hope. Because it gave me instant results, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. I knew I could control my fear, and I could control stress. And basically, the root of addiction is some form of emotional pain, of some 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 form of uncontrollable uncontrollable stress. So that was the first thing. So emotional freedom technique is also referred as tapping, 
Um, I know there's a very, very um, popular book. It's like number one or two in Amazon that talks about this. I just can't remember the title right now. Oh, yes, it is The Tapping Solution. Maybe you want to look at that too. But I think it's much more, you know, much easier to look at this, um, uh, to watch a YouTube video and just, just, you know, tap along and, and, and learn it this way. And then you can you can have the curiosity to um, to tap more. And um, if you come to my website, my website has my name. Uh, I, I I give videos where I explain everything. But here on this show, it's a little bit difficult. Um, yes, like, it, especially yeah, when it comes it, to tapping technique. Yeah, um, but it's I. There are more, and I'm going to share with you more techniques that really work and that are easy to share on this show. So, but that for awesome. me, that yeah, I have many, many things you know I could share. Um, but that for me was 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 the first time that I felt that I could change my life, that I could do something with my life, that I, that I had actually power, and the power was in my hands, you know, because I was really using my fingers, and it's just you know, it's 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 funny, and that I could actually face my fear and face. The things that are were causing me to be addicted, and um, because what happens, I think the first and major thing a person who has emotional eating or any form of addiction, um, they go through a certain form of denial. I don't know if you um, if you've noticed it. Uh, you just suppress the emotion. You go from, oh, I have this thing. I need my chocolate or I need this. It becomes so automatic that you don't really sense what's going through you. You just know that you need your chocolate or you just know that you have a craving and you just got to eat right now. But if you take the time to slow down the process, you will see that at some point you really, really had a thought or you had a some form of trigger, which is some form of pain or some emotion or belief that's there that triggers an automatic reaction. That reaction is a strategy that you created in the past. So the first thing that I that I also learned along with EFT was to actually look at what was going on when I had either extreme anxiety um, and... Uh, or or just cravings, just I had to eat something or I had to do something compulsively to try and feel better. EFT will lower the intensity of the emotion so that you can start looking at yourself and reconnecting with who you truly are and actually addressing the things that have been controlling your life and Ultimately, when if you really deal with emotional eating the proper way, you'll end up being a really empowered woman. You will know yourself. You will know your fears. You will know your pain. Because the moment you stop suppressing your pain and you start listening is the moment you start moving away from self-rejection towards self-love. So... Um, I don't know if this is, uh, this answered your question, but um, I can go on like this if you, if you want about emotional. No, I think it's it's very powerful um, uh, um, 
what do you call a very call a very powerful uh, uh, what do you call insight that you're given in this aspect of when you stop suppressing you know suppressing the pain that's when you start um and become aware of the pain a lot of pe- a lot of sometimes a lot of people a lot of us in 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 the problem when we are in the problem we we want to reject it. We are like, no, I don't want to deal with it today. I just turn off the phone. I turn off everything. I turn off the people. I, I just put a, everyone, you know, I put a barrier, and I don't want to get affected by it. And it doesn't matter if that's food, people, emotions, loved ones, or whatever. You want to put a barrier on them, and you're like, no, I just want to protect myself. But you don't realize that when you do that, you're suppressing yourself, and you're becoming more toxic, and it's more painful, and it's like it's, it's, it's go instead of going the good way, it goes into the wrong path. And when you accept what's going on and feel the pain at least for like a few minutes and just really understand it and embrace it how it is and then let it go, I feel like that's when you truly release and, and, you know, release that pain and then you're comfortable and then you're able to face things in a different way, especially with emotional eating and uh, all the kind of addictions. That's what I get out of the, um, the whole stop suppressing the pain and just welcome and embrace it and then live your life from that moment on. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I think, uh, yes, that's the first thing, to welcome the emotion. And when, once you understand that they're not your own, you know, basically when you grew when you grew up you picked up some beliefs from your parents or you interpreted events in a certain way that didn't have to be interpreted this way and then now you have this big story about you and life and the world and you're trying to protect yourself from from this this thing that you actually completely control and that you have completely created and when you're starting to see that emotions are not that scary that they're just telling you things that are not necessarily true, but things that you have, you know, you've you've had the habit of believing. You know, it's not necessarily true, but it's things that you're you're just accustomed to think. Then certain things happen. You start to have curiosity, and to me, curiosity is the number one weapon against any form of addiction. And the curiosity is to look at yourself and to just say, well, is this is this really what I want to do? Is this the way I want to react? The person today, the person that I am, is this what I think? You know, if you take the time to observe your emotions without taking them personally and not to be a f- learn and that these are there are techniques for every other steps uh, that are, can make this much easier, but you can try on your own just to, for example, just imagine you have this thing in your stomach and you're feeling some, something in your stomach and it's very strong and it's a bit overwhelming and, and the only thing you can think of is, I need pizza, okay? Why don't you just, instead of doing that, this is something you've been doing for, like, years, and you want to change, it's, and, and, and then you're going to, you know you're going to hate yourself for doing that just a few minutes later. You know you're not going to be happy with what it's going to be causing you. It's going to keep, you know, you're just, you know you're going to gain weight, or you're just not going to get the results you want. You're not going to get the life you want. 
So if one one day you decide, I'm going to be curious enough to see whether I can change, but I'm not going to beat myself up if I don't. I'm just doing it as, you know, just like a game, like it's, I'm curious. Then we'll, this will give you the lightness that you need because we tend to take ourselves extremely seriously. <laughs> you know, we tend to think that every thought is extremely serious. If you can, if you can look at things without that, that that thought, that belief that everything that you have is, you know, is so tangible, and you start looking with curiosity of whether it's true or not, or whether it's your emotion or not, or whether it's your choice or not. I call that um, exercise your power of choice. Every time you're feeling that that compulsion, you always have a choice. And you have to put this a big question mark in front of you. Is this the choice I want to make? And sometimes you will have to deal with denial. And that's where it's trying to say, you know, denial is very strong and that's your worst enemy. Your best friend is curiosity and your willingness to look and intention to really, really look. And your worst enemy is denial. It's actually the the opposite. So you just don't want to see. Denial will tell you, oh, you know, it's just this one time. I can't. I can stop tomorrow. You know. I don't know if you, if you ever done. I mean, if you ever been addicted to anything, you've heard that. You've heard yourself mm-hmm. say that. Oh, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just one pizza, or it's just that one thing. And in the end, it adds up. You know, and I, I hear you. Uh, did I hear you smile, <laughs> Lucia? Can you write? No, I, yes. It's like it's, it's absolutely right on it because even not just about addictions, but even when you start something new in your life. Let's say we want to start working out and you're like so busy, caught up with work and, and everything, and then you just say like, oh, I don't do it today, I do it tomorrow. Like you're living in denial. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't have time today, I'm just going to do it tomorrow. I start on Monday. Usually my best day to start everything in life is on Monday, right? <laughs> so it's like we're always yeah. living in denial. That We're like, oh, no, it's like, you know what, we start everything in a new moon. Oh, we start everything New Year's, you know, New Year's. <laughs> it's like, oh, we start the Jewish New Year's or whatever. Like we always have a starting point, but when it comes to the starting point, there's always another starting point. So like you're like, in denial that you're going to get it done. Like, you just don't do it because you're in denial. So if you're absolutely honest, like, yes, that's a, a worst uh, enemy that we have. Yeah, well, you know what's so beautiful about this, okay? Denial works whether you're trying to move away from a situation or go towards one. So basically, if I want to avoid an addiction, that will that will work. And if I want to, you know, avoid facing that I'm not doing something, you know <laughs> that I want to do that will work also. So in in your in the case you just described, and in any case, you just look at yourself and you say, "Oh, well, I'm going to start tomorrow." Oh yeah. And then you ask yourself, you just, I mean, this is what I do, and and I and I ask my clients to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that true? <laughs> Am I really going to start tomorrow? You know, you really ask yourself. Well, I didn't say that yesterday. Oh. Oh, maybe I did. Oh, yeah. So what does that mean? Is that really true that I'm going to start tomorrow? You know, and I, oh, and then you start, well, maybe, can I consider that maybe I could start today? And, and even if it's just five minutes, you know, maybe I just want to create the habit 
of starting what I want when I decide. Oh, maybe that would feel good. Yeah, you know. And you're just like talking as if you were your best friend or your best guide. And that's something you you have to train yourself. But you see, the first thing is, is that true? And then you start asking questions with curiosity. Oh, wow, how would it feel if I did it today? Maybe mm-hmm. I would like that. And then you go, you go and you make it stronger. The, the emotion that you want, you know, you make it stronger. You're like, oh, yeah, that would feel good. I feel good about me, you know, about of having this. You know, I want to do something and I do it and that makes me feel good about myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't you want to do it more now, you know? Now that you've gone through this process of you, you've addressed denial first, and then you build motivation. But you ask yourself with honesty. Honesty, honesty is your best friend here, and you're you're like if you if you know how to talk to yourself like like a good coach, and you know how to say those things, then all of a sudden you're like. Yeah, let's do it, you know? I want to do it now. I want to feel good about who I am. Because basically, every time you're not doing something that you said you would do, you're losing some points. And those points, and I I don't remember where I read this. There's actually a book just about this. Those points are the number that you give yourself your self-esteem. So basically, every time... You let yourself down. Your self-esteem goes down. That's why it's important to sell, to set realistic goals, not have expectations that are crazy about you, and accept that you're human and that some days you're not going to feel good, and it's okay. But also it's important, and perfectionism is, it just goes hand in hand, in hand with emotional eating, uh, emotional eating. You know, I've spoken to so many women about this, and some, you know, they're trying to be perfect kids. They're taking care of their parents, and they're not taking care of them life. Others are trying to be perfect mothers. Others are trying to be perfect career women. There's always a perfection mm-hmm. dimension so i am not you know even though it seems that i'm not talking about emotional eating right now i am because this is all part of one big thing which causes you to be addicted so now i forgot where i was <laughs> i was <laughs> talking i was talking about where was i heading you went uh the honesty was your best friend oh and, yeah uh, honesty is your best friend so when you look at yourself, and you say, oh, oh, am I not doing that that old thing again? You know, come on, you know, you know, you say your first name, come on, you know, you're, you know, it's not true. Come on, what is true? You know, what is it you really want? What is the person you want to be? And every second, every day, you're making choices that are going to define who you are in your mind, and your self-image will be affected. You see. And emotional eating and self-image are very important. And so, so yeah, so that's that's what, that's what I was saying. Wherever you want to move away from or try to create a new habit, you have to address denial and look at yourself with honesty. Because if you if it's been like a week or a month that you've been telling, you know, you've been telling yourself, oh, I'm going to do this tomorrow, you just gotta admit it. Because as long as you're denying it, you're not going to change. 
I, I don't know if it's clear, but the thing is, every time a person is about to binge or about to, you know, uh, eat compulsively or even like smoke or whatever, there's a part, and I remember when I was a very, very heavy smoker. I mean, I smoke, I smoke a, a pack and a half a day every day. That, I think that's heavy smoking. Um, I used to tell myself, I can stop whenever I want. Well, I didn't stop, but I could say, oh, that felt good, you know, but that wasn't true. I was like, I can stop whenever I want. Well, eventually I stopped when I decided. So it was kind of true. But for so many years, that was just a way to make me feel good. It wasn't true. I was completely addicted, and I was denying it. And as long as you're denying, and you're trying to struggle, and you're de denying that you're suppressing your emotions, and you're not looking at what's happening inside of you, you're just going to sabotage yourself. And you're going to sabotage all the efforts you're making. So that's why you have a yo-yo diet. You have people who are saying, oh, well, I should be this perfect person, and I have a self-image that I, you know, I wouldn't change. I want to I wanna look good. And... And then, and then, so everything that's pleasurable is taken out of life, and then people start wondering why they're binging, you know. Mm. So I think honesty is your best friend. Honesty and accept that you need some form of pleasure, and stop like starving yourself for a, for for three weeks or t two years. I mean, one one person I I spoke to was was actually a fitness in instructor. Isn't that interesting? And she was, um, she was, she said, oh, I don't understand. I, you know, I am this perfect mother. I am this career woman. And, and I had the perfect diet for two years. But I just, I don't know why I'm still, I'm going to, and I'm, I'm, I'm binge-eating now. I have, I just can't help myself. I was like, well, maybe if you don't put so much pressure on you and you just don't bail out on your own, on your own pleasure and you need basic needs, you know, as a human being, uh, maybe that will go away. So, you know, denial is that is an instant of compulsion and is also refusing to see that sometimes, and especially women, <laughs> especially us, we have expectations because society has expectations towards ourselves that are just crazy. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes we just have to be good at everything. And then... And, and, you know, handle everything without sweat or, or being t tired ever. And it's just not realistic. That's why yeah. it's important. You agree, okay? Do you want to say something about that? No, it is, it is, I mean, it is a very, very important topic. Unfortunately, our time is ending. <laughs> and it has been an amazing, uh, amazing, inspirational uh, topic. I got so much out of this um I don't know if uh, anybody was taking notes, but I took so many notes that it was a very, very good topic. I, you, Laura, you have a gift for uh, for all of us, and uh, can yeah, you tell a little bit about that. I wanted, to, I wanted to do the meditation in the show, and I just I I kept on talking, and I didn't see the time going. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I've created this. Um, okay, this is something you can use, and it's really, really powerful. Actually, I have several people who have reported that. Just doing that for 21 days completely changed their relationship to food. So this is not a small gift. This is a very, very awesome gift. But um, you have the one. You are the one who are going to have to try it. 
So if you really want to change, I invite you to to uh, read the meditations, the guided meditations. Very, very simple to do. It will take you eight minutes per day. Or really, it's really, really simple. And um, it's a mixture of different techniques, but that doesn't matter. What matters is that it will give you incredible control over your emotional eating. But you have to apply it for 21 days. You have to... You have to give it a try. And even if you have relapses within those 21 days, you just have to, you know, go along and just enjoy your progress. And that will be, maybe that will be your first hope, you know, the first moment that I had that I could change. And I hope I can give that to you because it just feels awesome to be on the other side. So <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's all I, I, that's I wanted to say. Yes. Yeah, the 21 lucky number, right? <laughs> the 21 days. Well, That's it's awesome. the number that will help you change a habit, basically, 20 yeah. or 30 yeah. days max. But usually, if you're very diligent, you will change. And it, it, awesome. and it works. <laughs> so, you guys, you can find it at www.liberatinginabeauty.com that you sign up for the, um, for the radio gift, and then you will be able to get uh, Laura's gift as soon as you sign up, you you will get the link of where to get it. Awesome to see you. I mean, to speak to you, to you, Laura. I definitely want to uh, talk to you again and have another episode. So let's okay, put well, together on that calendar again. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Okay. And that one, we do the actual meditation in there. So thank okay. you so much for joining us. And um I'm going to say my final goodbye to our tribe, and thank you so much. You can say your final bye-bye. Goodbye, and um, and just do it, you know. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Thank you, Laura, so much. Have a wonderful afternoon and friend. And voila, <laughs> right? Something like that. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> Merci. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. Bye-bye. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for $0 so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. Choosing an energy company raises many questions. Constellation can answer all of them with energy solutions that fit your needs. Energy made efficient, simple, insightful, and flexible. That's what makes Constellation America's energy choice. Learn more at constellation.com energy.